evening, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. This is uh, your humble host, Toner, here, and I'm here with my two beautiful bros. I'm here with Colin. Colin, how you doing, sir? I'm doing good. How you guys doing? Uh, I'm I'm good, and I'm here with uh, Scott. Scott, how you doing, my friend? So good. Well, I, I <laughs> I'm happy everyone's in a good mood because I'm about to be in a bad one. We are talking about Mr. Church. God help me, man. Uh, I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. This is me, like, reined in. Because I actually watched this yesterday. No, actually, no, I watched this on on Saturday. And I actually went back through and I watched a couple clips this, uh, this morning just to, to get the rage back a little bit. But, uh, spoiler alert, I hated this. I, I, I couldn't believe that a movie like this even exists. So... Uh, yeah, Scott, what were you kind of thinking going into this? Sorry, what was that? I think you cut out for a second. Oh, no, you're all good, man. I was just asking, what did you, what were you thinking about this going into it? Mm, well, <laughs> Eddie Murphy, he yeah. usually turns out some good ones lately, so, <laughs> uh, pretty low expectations, honestly. <laughs> 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 he, um... I don't know if I've liked many movies that he's been in since Dr. Doolittle, probably. Um, And I had those same expectations going into this one. Probably not expecting something very good. Although it had like kind of a a more of a serious, dramatic kind of vibe to it in the trailers and stuff. Compared to, like, Dr. Doolittle or, like, any of the weird... He does some weird, like, the... What was the movie where he's the little little guy inside his head or something like that? Meet Dave. Is that what you're thinking of? Meet Dave. Yeah. So actually, or just, he, he's been in some weird oh, ones. Oh, I love Meet Dave. So, let, let, let's, let's kind of go through some of the movies he's been in <laughs> since 2008. So, so t- 2007. So, he did Norbit. Horrible. Uh, <laughs> that was a bad one. Yeah. Shrek the Third, which was not great. Uh, Meet Dave, uh, Imagine That, uh, Tower Heist, A Thousand Words, which I know we all remember, and God. yeah, you remember you remember that one? That Nicol- <laughs> yeah, I trust me, I've been trying to forget. <laughs> and uh, Nicholas Cage was a producer on that. Fun fact, and uh, and Mr. Church. So it's actually been four years since he's done a movie. Uh, his last movie was A Thousand Words, and. To be totally honest, I didn't think I he would make something that was worse than A Thousand Words, but he has made one of the most coonish, <laughs> buffoonish, niggerish <laughs> movies I've seen. <laughs> like, no, because I was sitting here trying to think, I was like, alright, I'm not going to get like that intense about this. There is no other way to go about this movie than this, because this shit... This could not have been more racist and like stereotypical if the if the if the movie was narrated by the crows from Dumbo. Like that's how fucking racist this shit was, and it's racist over and over and over again. And wants to kind of spin it like, hey, you know, he's he's Mr. Church, and it, okay, so. Uh, Colin, do you want to talk about the plot about this movie? And I use that term very loosely, but do you want to talk about the plot of this movie, like kind of what you were thinking heading in and all that? Yeah, hi, everybody. I'm Colin. I'm a white guy. Uh, 
So, <laughs> like, I'm going to be, like, way, way less upset about this because I just can't be upset about this movie as much as Hunter can be. I don't think. I don't think I'm allowed to be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, okay, so it's Eddie Murphy, and so it, the whole movie's about him. And do you know how you know the movie's about him? Is because they say Mr. Church literally like 400 times <laughs> within like the first 30 minutes. Because uh, he's like, he's the cook for this, um, this nice white lady and this nice white daughter um, that, you know, are widowed by this nice white rich man um, who was like, hey, Eddie Murphy, can you just like cook for my family like for like six months or so while my wife dies of cancer after I die, which I'm like, wait, what's the plot? And then, (laughs) and then, then, um, yeah, so he cooks for him and then like the daughter doesn't like him, but then the daughter likes him and then mom (laughs) is going to die, but then mom doesn't die. And then the mom dies and then the, (laughs) the daughter likes him. So the you know, twists and turns of this movie. Yeah. God. This, this, so the plot, the plot's pretty solid. <laughs> um, so like, okay, so when I was watching this movie, and I knew you were gonna hate it, Hunter, specifically, yeah, oh, yeah. Just because you I made, you because you made me watch it. You're like, hey, watch this movie. We're gonna review it, and I'm like, okay, Hunter hates this movie. Let's watch it. And then like, <laughs> I'm going into the movie, and I'm just like, I can see all the ways Hunter hates it. <laughs> But then when it came down to it, I'm like, the movie's not that terrible. It's just like a Lifetime movie. It's like this really mediocre, mm-hmm. terrible yeah. Lifetime movie. But, like, Eddie Murphy's in it, which makes it really sad. <laughs> because, like, Eddie Murphy is now, like, in Lifetime channel caliber movies. Very and they're not, he's not funny. And it's just, like, really bland. But, but the whole time I was just like, oh, yeah. I mean, it's a very generic plot. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> All right, the Lifetime movie is like a great. That's a great way yeah, to describe it. Because <clears throat> that, that was, like you were saying, I don't know how mad we can get over this necessarily. Because <laughs> it just seemed like a character piece, sort of like he's supposed to be like the cook and like, oh, Mr. Church, oh yes, yeah, so Mr. Church, you know, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, no. That, okay, first of all, that was fantastic, and that's yeah. and that's pretty much that's that's pretty much the voice I heard the whole fucking movie <laughs> was. was Hey. But just like Colin was saying, it was like it, it lifetime movie. Like it was, it was just boring to me. If anything, it was just like a very like bland, boring movie with with Eddie Murphy, who clearly like drama is not his strong suit. So like what I don't I'm looking at there's he has like three nominations of awards for this movie. He's got this is like I'm IMDb usually is pretty like. Yeah, pretty critical of movies, but it, people gave it a seven point seven out of ten, which is pretty damn high for IMDb. Meta, I mean, Metascore gave it thirty seven, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, take that exactly. for a grain of salt. Yeah, but I, I mean, like it, it, I, I didn't feel the anger that you're expressing right now, but hey, I, I don't blame you necessarily for it. I was gonna say if you say if you say you blame me, I was about to be very upset. So here's the thing about this movie. So, oh, okay. So first off. This little girl's a fucking cunt. I don't care what he goes through in the movie. No, seriously. No, fuck, no, fuck this little girl. She's a bitch the whole way through. 
Like, she had the nerve to get mad. It's like, what? Why is there a black person cooking eggs? Like, by the way, couldn't you just say, hey, there's a person in our house cooking eggs? Like, hey, it's, she might as well said, hey, there's some nigger in our kitchen cooking eggs. Like, if she, I would have been less well, offended. Well, I mean, at least she didn't say that. Oh, yeah, I, <laughs> it, yeah, probably because she it, it is the 70s, not the not the 40s. Wait, wait, wait you know, you could have fooled me the way this shit was fucking that, That's true. That is true, though. Like, yeah. yeah, I did. I was honestly like, what year was this, 1940? And they're like, no, it's like 71. One and I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, I was like, like people all, didn't still have like cooks back yeah, then. Yeah, like all, this doesn't seem realistic. All, all of a sudden they're thinking is, watch, Eddie Murphy's gonna. If I wish it would have been the '50s, Eddie Murphy steps outside, gets the fire hose turned on him. At least that would have been interesting. But anyway, and you know, the, you know, you know the first the first breakfast he cooked, good old grits. Oh man, okay. some grits. Okay, so so I'm really happy you brought that up because that's the first thing that you're right that he cooks is grits. And so, you know, she goes, what is this? Like, what is this? He's like, it's grits. It was no prompting. He goes into, like, full-on coon mode and goes, there's secrets in my grits. I'm like, no, there's not. There's no secrets in your goddamn grits. And it's just, it's that type, that stereotypical tap dancing, hey, let me put on my white gloves so I can hold the elevator for you bullshit. That just pisses me off to no goddamn end. And this movie is filled with that shit from him making the grits to um to, 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 you know him tipping his hat and yes ma'am no ma'am the way he's like the way he says that shit to it, it it's ridiculous beyond ridiculous and the fact is scott uh we don't need a black panther movie because this guy is super negro he can do anything he can paint <laughs> he, he can paint he can sew he can cook he can draw like Tell, like, and not like mediocre at any of those things. Like, is ridiculously talented. Like, he was, like she was making yeah. stuff that I was looking at. I'm like, oh my god, if you like fixed like the way it's filmed, you could sub this in for shit that was in a uh, chef, and you would not tell a difference. Like, that's how good the stuff he's cooking is. And he's like, oh no, why would I go to culinary school, or why would I go to try to be a chef somewhere? No, I'm gonna stay behind and help this white family because I have so much obligation to them, which he doesn't. And then the other... He's just getting paid. That's the, only, that's the whole thing. He's just getting paid. You know this guy is, is just getting a bunch of money. But then but then the the big twist, and, and I was sitting there, and I don't know about you guys, I got 30 minutes in, I was like, God fucking damn it, if they're going with this the way I think they're going to, which they do. Um, you find out that the the rich white man who's paying for uh, uh, Marie, that's the mom's name, uh, you know, like her cancer treatments and for M- Mr. Church to take care of him and all that, uh, he stopped paying, what they say, six months in? And six so th- months. So that big, like, because they say early on in the movie that Mr. Church is being given a, you know, like a lifetime, like, amount of money uh, to just take care of this girl for six months, which you hear that, you go, oh, wow, that's a fucking deal. And so then you find out that Eddie Murphy, <laughs> after the six months, because she lives, what, is it six years after the six-month di- diagnosis, I think? I think it's six months? Uh, or the six years, I think. Something like that. Um, he, uh, Mr. Church, he's paying for, like, all her medical bills and the food and, like, the girl's shit. He's taking his own money that he's been paid to take care of this family. And I just went... Fuck you. <laughs> I was just like, there's no goddamn way that someone would be that self... Like, I'm sorry, like, and, and you can call it cynical if you want. There's no one that kind. I'm sorry to to, to, to put... To literally 
give up your life for two other people who you barely know? Eh, okay, can't buy that. And it, but it, she was dying of cancer. I, Colin, I, like, I... <laughs> and, and, no, and this is the thing, and that's how the movie tries to justify it. It's like, he's dying of cancer. Like, you know, come on. And okay, I mean, you could make that argument, but the argument I make is that fact that he doesn't even get a storyline. He gets Jack. His name, his name is the fucking title of the movie. It's Mr. Church, and you don't learn shit about <laughs> Mr. Church until, like, yeah. the last, like, ten minutes where they manufacture some bullshit at the very fucking end, and they use... Uh, Charlie's daughter, who she randomly, who they just throw that fucking into. It's like, oh, she got pregnant. Oh, she can't follow her dream. Boop, boop, boop. And like, they just throw that in too. And so, there, and there are points. There's multiple points. And uh, Scott, I'm gonna throw it back to you in a second. But I think when I just lost my mind is that there's this insinuation that Mr. Church is gay. Like, like it, it like they insinuate it kind of heavily. And I'm like, oh okay, that would be interesting, you know, this guy's been isolated or whatever, like, dude, being a gay black man in the 70s, I can't even imagine, and, you know, th they could have really went somewhere with that to make a statement, but no, fuck, the, the movie's like, why would, why would we want to do something smart? Come on. <laughs> like, that's why? actually, that's the best point I've heard about how this movie could have been way better. That would have been a way better movie. Like, if there was a whole, like, side plot where he was just living this gay life like yeah. second life in in LA like like legitimately That's interesting like well because they they really do hint at it like there's this nightclub or jazz club pardon me that he goes to every every night and he comes or every <coughs> every Tuesday or whenever the fuck and he like comes home drunk cuz there's a point where Charlie's like living with him when she when uh after she's pregnant or after she has her kid and you know, he comes home drunk, mumbling to himself. He he pretty much goes into Eddie Murphy delirious mode, talking about, you know, <laughs> like his dad. Like, you didn't love me. Don't call me a faggot. You're the faggot. I'm like, Jesus Christ. All right. And they, they literally never touch on it. <laughs> it's just him being drunk Eddie Murphy, because, you know, who doesn't want to see that? And, they, and that was, I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, there's, if you had a better script writer, <laughs> they would go, hmm, all right. He comes home drunk saying all that. And then... When, um, oh god, the town drunk, I can't remember, Lance or Larry or Mo Curly, I can't remember his name, but like, yeah, I think it's Lance, like the town drunk, Curly or Mo. The, like, the, the town drunk, like, goes, uh, ends up, uh, ends up, uh, getting married uh, to this girl, and he was friends with Charlie when she was a kid, and, and Eddie Murphy has this kind of throwaway line where, you know, uh, she goes, oh, Mr. Church, have you been, uh, do you want to get married someday? And he's like, oh, I was once. And then he goes like, yeah, uh, any man and woman can get married. And I was like, okay, that's kind of odd to just throw in there. I'm like, all right, you're going to clearly say that he's gay and you're going to build off that. No, never do. And then <laughs> even in the very end, when he dies, shocker, um, this guy from the jazz club shows up and he talks about how good of friends they, how good friends they were. And, you know, his name was Hands, and so I immediately was like, oh, hand job. Like, that's, 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 like, that's where you're going. You called Hands. Gave a great hand job. Yeah, like, yeah definitely like, not, like, the piano, like, how he's been, like, playing piano on his leg all, like, moving along or anything. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Oh, man, he knew the tickle of ivory, literally. But, like, but, oh, but I was, like. But, yeah, oh, definitely hand jobs. But I, <laughs> Well, you got two, but I, but like, all like, but all, okay, 
<laughs> aside, though, I was really sitting there like, oh, man, like, they're going to say, like, this is his gay lover. Like, I really thought they were going to do that. And no, movies was like, no, that would make sense, and that would give him some dimension. And we have to have these this movie be like fucking Paper Mario and have it be no dimension that fucking all. And it just, it, it, it strains my brain to think that, that they put this out. Because they were talking, like, Oscar buzz about this. Like, this is Eddie Murphy's dramatic turn, his his best film since Dream Girls, which isn't saying nothing, by the way. And, uh, it, it, this, I, I will give the movie... Oh, and it pains me to say this. It, I will give the movie some credit. Um, the girl who played um, Mary, uh, Natasha, I'm going to butcher her last name, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Michelone, Michonne, uh, she, I thought she was actually pretty good. Like, you know, when she, um, there's a scene where her cunt daughter is needing to give her a bath, and she's, like, so selfish, like, it's amazing how you can be mad at someone when they're leaving you. I'm like, yes, because your mom totally wanted to get cancer because it's totally her decision. Like, you selfish bitch. I, oh, I fucking hate that girl, girl. Anyways, but the mom was actually good in this. And, like, some of the scenes her and Mr. Church had, I thought were okay. I won't say good. I won't go that far. But, and then there's one scene where Eddie Murphy, like, snaps at, uh, Charlie, who's played by Britt Robertson. Um, Oh my fucking god, I realized why I hated this girl. She was in Tomorrowland, remember? She's the... Oh, yep, you're right. That's why... Absolutely right. Yeah, and she was in The Longest Ride. God, I hate this girl. Anyways, but she, um... But she's like, yeah, like, what's your favorite ice cream? What's your favorite book? Like, what's your house look like? And he goes, like, that's enough! And he, like, snaps. I was like, Jesus Christ, alright. And that was, like, the one point where I kind of went, oh, okay, that was, that was interesting. But uh, Eddie Murphy did show a little bit of range right there, he, I think. He, he did. Because when he did, that. I was like, he was being so, like, you know, like, everything was so nice. And you just saw this dark side, like, pop out a little bit. And you're like, oh, man, maybe this movie's about to get good. And it probably didn't explore that part of, of the story of Mr. Church enough. Well, that that was the thing that just blew my mind, is that everyone in this movie gets, like, some sort of subplot, whether it's uh, her best friend who wants to be a fashion designer, and or uh, her uh, her prom date, who, um, you know, who's actually, who, I mean, he's typical handsome, nice guy, but I actually liked uh, that actor, um, uh, uh, oh, oh, who played <coughs> Owen, he, uh, Xander, uh, Xavier Samuel, yeah, I actually liked him, I thought he did a good job, um, but he, uh, yeah, he gets a plot. Um, Eddie, I think, was the town drunk. Actually, I apologize. Um, Eddie, the town drunk, you know, he gets a redemption story. Which That was the weirdest subplot. Like, I never knew what was going on with that guy. I was like, wait, what? He's here again? I didn't know he was relevant. Oh, shit, he showed up again? I was like, every time he showed up, I was like, this is the worst plot design ever. I don't know who this guy is at all every time he showed up. Okay, so speaking of plot design, Scott, I, I, I watch this, I just imagine Scott, I can feel Scott's eyes rolling, like, probably after he's watching this. Because there's a scene where uh, Charlie's, like, at the grocery store, and the skateboarder jumps into her. Doesn't, like, trip, because they, like, try to make it look like an accident. He's clearly a baby killer, because he just, like, looks at her and, like, jumps on top of her, and, like, they fall down. And you're like, oh, no, she's pregnant. Uh, I, man, that scene was shot so poorly. I was laughing. I wouldn't even lie. I was like, I hope she lost the kid. Oh, my like, good, you can go back to school. But, uh, but, but then, you know, she's on the ground laying out, and Eddie 
the town drunk is there, and he lost his license earlier in the movie because he killed a four-year-old, which they just kind of brush off. <laughs> they're like, oh, crap. Yeah, that's like, like a big deal. <laughs> like, damn, that's yeah. fucked up. Like, yeah, they're like, a little girl. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, he was 16, crashed his car into a house, killed the, four, uh, killed the family's four-year-old son, got three years. Went and, to juvie. Yeah, movie, no big but, deal. Yeah, but he's back to <laughs> I was like, really? Okay, but... But then, you know, like, his hands start shaking, he gets the keys, and you're just like, alright, this is his redemption, you know, until the cop pulls him over, and then she doesn't get to the hospital anyway, but, but, I, he got a plot, but Mr. Goddamn Shirt, he gets nothing, and, you know, they mention the fact, like, hey, he was married once, they don't talk about, did, did he ever want to have kids, I mean, did he ever try to get married again, does he have a boyfriend, uh, they allude to his dad, and they talk about how the dad, like, beat him, which they say at the very fucking end of the movie, like three minutes left, in, in, a, in a letter, in like the most, and Colin, you put it perfectly, it's the most hallmark goodbye letter you could write someone. If there's like an ad-lib template for it, it would be, it would be this letter, and I was practically reading along with it, like, my dad didn't love me, he used to hit me, um, I know you feel like my, like, you you and your mom didn't give me anything, and as soon as he said that, he's, and he's like, oh, but you guys gave me the most important thing. I was like, love and family. He's like, love and family. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, this is the laziest bullshit. Yeah. I just, I, I, I. I it was a total tearjerker. Like, there's some like, <laughs> there's a lot of suburbs in like the Midwest and the South, if you know what I mean. That like people are gonna be like, that was a great plot. <laughs> <laughs> like that was excellent. <laughs> you did, but like, yeah, it, it, it's it's definitely not very deep. But, it, but it's like it's like a big heart, right? Like big heart, like God. you know, just like feel good movie, right? Well, and, except, except for all the Eddie Murphy fans that just like feel real bad <laughs> for Eddie Murphy. Seriously, <laughs> I think that was the worst part. I was like, right when I started watching, I was like. Wait, what's the last movie Eddie Murphy was in? I was he like, looks kind of sad in this movie. Has it been like four years? I yeah. was like, wait, what's ha- what's happening? It's almost like he, you can read it on his face. It's like, yeah, oh. I was like, the last movie I kind of remember him in that I was like, oh yeah, Eddie Murphy was all right. It was like Tower Heist. Yeah. Like, was, <laughs> like everything else was. I was reading a review about this movie, and they were like, this is nothing compared to the like comedic genius that he portrayed in Norbit. And I was like, what is this review from? And I looked it up and it was from it was it published in the New Yorker. And I was like, oh my God. Did it was really? happening? Holy yeah, shit. The, the, yeah, the review from the New Yorker was like, this movie's terrible, unlike Norbit, which was great. And I was like, well that's an interesting take on critics <laughs> that they allow into the New Yorker. Because I don't know if I agree with uh <laughs> With at least half of that, I dude, I was expecting. You, I honestly thought when you said "duh," I was like, "Oh," I was like, "Colin's about to say the onion is me," and it was like, "Oh, New Yorker." I'm like, "Oh, okay. no!" Like, I, I, I apologize. The onion's much better. <laughs> but, yeah, like in the, in this instance, I, I feel like the onion hires more credible critics. I would yeah, imagine. Yeah, conquest, a triumph. But uh, <laughs> shout shout out if you got that. Yeah, the but, real pineapple coming at you tough, the New Yorker. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs>
Get at us. Make make sure to mention us on all of your podcasts. Yeah, please do. Yeah, we love New York. You're about to get blown up. You watch out for our followers. They don't give a fuck. Real pineapple. What is happening? (laughs) But, but Scott, okay, so, I mean, is there anything good in this movie for you guys? Like... I mean, I mentioned the mom's acting. Like I said, I, I hated that little girl. I hated her so yeah, much. Yeah, she was you know, very unlikable. Like, I like, and even when she was an, like a teenager, and then even when she's an adult, like, like I was like, I don't like you. The only there, there was one point where after she had the kid and they were kind of like cuddling on the couch, I was like, oh my god, I was like, they're about to pull some bicentennial man shit with Robin Williams. I'm like, he, Mr. Church is going to fuck her right now. It's going to be great. And then he never did. And I'm like, lame movie. I'm like, yeah, I'm like it could have been funny. Just like, he, he wanted to bang the mom. Which I honestly thought they were actually going to go somewhere with that. Because there were a couple points. Yeah, might like, as well. Like, yeah, she's, I, I mean, she's dying anyway. Like, you know, whatever. But like, I mean, did, did, did anyone think that though? Like, I thought like there was something with him and the mom. Well, I thought when it started that it would. I thought there was kind of they're trying to be coy about it. But Colin, I guess Colin did wrong. you think that? Because I was sitting there, I'm like, I feel like they're gonna end up hooking up, and then they didn't. Yeah, yeah I, I think it was. I think at the moment when he was just like, so I do this, 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 and this for her, but the only thing I don't do is I don't give her a bath because like I don't want to be a creep. And I was like, when he did that, I was like, well, maybe one day he's gonna give her that bath, and then he's gonna give her that D. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, like if that happens, that's fine. Like that'd be a chill movie. But like you know, like you never know. I thought maybe that was in the realm of possibility. Would you? Think? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I, so look, getting God, Britt Robertson. If if she's in a movie going forward, I'm just gonna be like, all right, cool. I needed to skip this because it will probably be Nicholas Sparks or Tomorrowland Two, which God help me, I hope they never make. Um. Oh, was I the only one that looked at Natasha and or Marie or whatever and just immediately thought of the Truman Show? No, <coughs> no, no. That's no. all. I, that's all I could see. I was like, "Where do I know you from? I know you from somewhere." Oh, she's from the Truman she's, Show. Yeah, she's like yeah. you know she's she's the girl that he goes after. Like he meets at the library. And she and still like, looks great too. I was like, she really does. Um, I, I recognized her from. Uh, she played Hank's wife, a David Duchovny's wife on Californication. I was like, I was oh, trying to, right. I was trying to place it. I was like, God damn it, that's where I know you from. I, I really like her actually. Uh, yeah, I, she's I, a great actress. Yeah, and she was like the one thing for me that like was pulling this up at points because there's this scene where she's like. You know, you realize sometimes that when you're sick, you know, like you can't protect your daughter. Like I'm paraphrasing, but you know, you can't protect your daughter. And she starts weeping, and that was the one part of the movie. I'm, gonna, I won't lie. I went, oh wow! Like I actually got a little choked up because I was like, wow, because she cared. She had to carry that scene, and she did a hell of a job. So, kudos to you. I, I yeah, she, she, yeah, she, I thought she was amazing in that scene. So, uh. I'm going to save my my grade for last, but uh, Colin, you, your final thoughts and uh, your grade, sir. Oh, I have to rate it before you do? Yeah. Boo. Okay, so Mr. Church. All right, let's go, Mr. Church. What do I think? Um, Mr. Church. Uh, okay, so it's a bummer to see Eddie Murphy in this movie. <laughs> Like, that's a total given. Like, Eddie Murphy, 
Like I used to love Eddie Murphy. And we all used to love Eddie Murphy, right? Like sure. love yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. Like he was like he was the best. Like even like the first Nutty Professor, I remember mm-hmm. I was like instant classic, yeah. like amazing. Um so yeah, I don't know, but he wasn't necessarily like the worst actor in this movie. It was just more of like a bummer to see him in this role. <laughs> Like, choosing to do this type of role, and I think we've all discussed why this type of role is not a super chill type of role (laughs) to be picking right now. Yeah. (laughs) I thought it was an interesting thing to note that the director, Bruce Beresford, um, his most notable work Mm -hmm. is Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah. um, In 1989, where he helped Morgan Freeman become even more famous. Um, when Morgan Freeman won an Oscar and the movie won Best Picture. And, like, isn't that bizarre? Like, can yeah. we not talk about how that's crazy that in 1989, like, a movie like Driving Miss Daisy is, like, heralded and, like, celebrated, and then, like, now we all realize we're like, maybe this director's not that chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he did so do thought, Double Jeopardy. Yeah, Double Jeopardy, he did, he did Double Jeopardy, and I feel like he's kind of like, he was like, Double Jeopardy, he's like, I can't be tried for being racist doing the same dumb movie twice. twice. Yeah, exactly. Double That's Jeopardy, beautiful. bitch, I got yeah. y'all. Boom. Well done, Paul. That was wonderful. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and be like, this movie's a go fuck yourself. Yeah. We'll just call it a go fuck yourself, and then we'll pass it. <laughs> or, right. or Scott. Yeah, Scott, go ahead, man. Um, just, like, just dumb and boring. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, I could care less about these characters, like, and I just, like, sitting there watching Eddie Murphy, and just like, man, he's kind of old, like, this is kind of a bummer. Like, he's like, I wish he was funny, and the whole time I was just, Wishing that was the case. The plot was thin. I mean, they could have gone so many ways. Like and like you're saying, I totally agree. This is this is not the movie. Isn't like it doesn't highlight him at all. He's he's given barely any character development, and which is really silly for a movie named Mr. Church. Um, but I don't know. It was just boring. I didn't hate it. I I. Ex- I think what you were getting angry at is like the expectation that we should know what this character is, like what kind of character this is that like, Oh, Oh, you don't need to explain his role and his, his backstory because you know, he's got the soulful grits, you know, his, you know, got passed down from his grandma or something like that is like, he, he's good at all the homemaking stuff. And like, and they don't, it's almost like they're like, they assume that you already know what, the character they're trying to portray without making any effort at it. And I didn't hate it, but, um, I thought that, um, Marie was played an excellent role, but eh, just the, the, the girl McKenna Grace was not likable at all. I'm sorry. Or, I'm, you I'm say sorry Mur- I'm getting you say Murray. I'm sorry. No, I said McKenna Grace, but that's oh, not who okay. I'm thinking about. I'm saying Natalie Coughlin was her name. Oh, okay. Just, yeah. just not, not likable. And especially cause she like, throwing in the racist in there, like, definitely yeah. less likable. Um, so, yeah, I would give this a D. 
I would say, Scott, if you gave it a C, I was going to lose my shit. Give it a, it's, a hall, it's a Hallmark D. I like, I like that analogy. Okay. I'm going to... I, uh, okay. So, Mr. Church, like, even, like... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, all joking aside, man, I watched this and I was like, I would watch Boo Medea Halloween before I ever watch this again. And it mm, hurts me to I say that. I think I would that. disagree with that. Because I, 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 I at least laughed twice. During Boo Medi Halloween, and there was that, and there was that girl, at least that white girl twerking. So I was like, oh, "That's something." A shout. That's two more times than I laughed in that movie. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, I laughed when they called that one fat black kid a notorious B.I.G. That made me laugh. Like, I mean, it's not a clever joke, but I was like, at this point, I'm grasping for fucking straws. But this movie, though, I mean, outside of the performance for uh, Natasha Michelone, um, there's nothing. There, there's fucking nothing in this. And I just, I sat there just in awe that a movie like this could not only be made, but heralded as the return of Eddie Murphy, man. It's like, oh, this, this you know what this kind of reminded me of? This is so random, but do you remember when Christina Aguilera put out, like, a new album, like, five years ago, and she was like, oh, I'm going on tour, and everyone's like, no one gives a shit, and she had to cancel the tour? That's what it reminded me, this reminded me of, like, like, <laughs> like, that's, like, that's like, so sad for Eddie Murphy and Christina Aguilera. Yeah, like, 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 Eddie, like, Eddie, like, Eddie Murphy's back, I'm like, I don't fucking care, like, I don't care, he needs to just... I wish he would do stand up again. Like, like maybe that's what he needs to do, honestly. Because at this point, I, I, I don't want to see him in anything else. Um, as I said earlier, this is coonish and buffoonish and just racist on so many goddamn fucking levels that this black man who is superhumanly talented and gifted is just gives up his life for these white people with really no fucking justification and without us getting to know him and every white person in this fucking movie gets a plot gets their own reason to be in this film except for the mis- the main goddamn character he is mystical negro personified i say fuck this movie i say fuck eddie murphy i say fuck sinolu films who produced this shit i say fuck susan mcmartin who was the writer on this shit who also wrote the later seasons of two and a half two and a half men so fuck you double for that um Fuck everyone who was involved. Fuck the group. Yeah, fuck no. the second season. The no, no, <laughs> later no, no, no. season, the two and a half man. Seriously, like, I, I could not believe that this existed. I, I really can't. And everyone associates this movie. I mean, unless you're an extra and you're in college and, you know, you need the free meal, I, I, I get it. But anyone else in this movie who wasn't that, doesn't fall on that, yeah, fuck you. I, I, I hate this movie. And it, it, it is a matter of where it's going to be on my list. Uh, for worst of, like I'm so happy this came out last year, so I can actually, so this will make the list, and trust me, it will be high on the list. Um, just like Hunter. Yeah, true. Uh, the, you know, <laughs> you know, it's the one thing I did laugh at with this movie is the same feeling I had watching Moonlight. This is the opposite end of the spectrum. Like I felt like inspired and like proud and. Uh, amazed by Moonlight, I felt depressed and saddened and just downtrodden <laughs> watching this movie. So, yeah, Eddie Murphy, I, if, I hope you never listen to this podcast because you're going to be <laughs> real sad. Yeah. God. Eddie I mean, Murphy found dead. God, seriously. You're <laughs> listening to Real Pineapple. Hunter totally bummed him out too well, hard. Well, cool. It'll be like his career then. But anyway. <laughs> I love when Hunter goes off in First list. But I. God. Fucking 
people. Anyways, so guys, did you have the the pleasure? And I use I put pleasure in quotes uh, to see Mr. Church. It is on Amazon Prime, so you can watch it for free technically, I guess. Uh, if you want to see why this was just so mind-numbingly dumb, um, you can follow us here on SoundCloud at the Real Pineapple Seven Seven Five. You can uh, follow Mr. Colin O'Neill on the Twitter at the Real O'Neill. You can follow Mr. Scott Nearman on Twitter at Newman the First. And you can follow yours truly on Twitter at J Hunter Real Pineapple. Uh, guys, uh, we are going to be expanding to other multiple uh, other multiple sites, not just SoundCloud. Here in the next couple months, we're going to be on iTunes and we're going to be on Podbean as well, which I have been listening to a lot. Um, Licking the Podbean. Uh, <laughs> How'd you know? But <laughs> well, I listen to a little PTI, you know, whatever. But uh, but uh, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a review up this weekend. I'm actually gonna talk about uh, Iron Fist and why I'm looking forward to the the new Netflix series. Oh, uh, uh, shut up! <laughs> Time for Hunter to suck that Marvel D. Yeah, you're right. Can't quite hear you over there, Hunter. <laughs> you're, what a dick! And then, uh, <laughs> and then we're gonna have a review up for. Um, for uh, NXT TakeOver, our first wrestling podcast with uh, me and my friend James. So listen to that. Let us know what you think. Uh, guys, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. I love you. <laughs>